Welcome to the Homes by the Guzman Real Estate Podcast. Your one-stop shop for relevant real estate information that will help you navigate through today's real estate market. Everybody, it's Alec de Guzman here. Welcome to the Homes by the Guzman Real Estate Podcast. So, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for taking the time to come on by and listen. And whether you guys are out and about, you're walking your dog, you're at the gym, you're driving to work, I hope that this podcast can add value to your everyday life. Um, if For all my new users, this podcast, if you don't already know, is practically just your one-stop shop for real estate information. And all of this information will definitely help you navigate this market, whether you are a buyer, seller, looking to act now, six months, a year down the road, or just never. I just hope that I can add as much value as possible. Now, with that being said, let's hop straight into it. So for this episode, episode two, I'm going to go over the top three things that determines a home's value. Okay, the top three things when people are always asking me, you know, what really drives um, home prices and there's there's a multitude of things but I just want to keep it to these top three things and as long as you keep these these items in mind it's practically universal anywhere you go whether it's in California Colorado Florida Georgia you name it these top three things typically drive home values up and then you know vice versa so um, with that being said I'm gonna be covering these items one is gonna be the demand two is going to be property market drivers and three is going to be population and I'll be sure to go um, really into every single one of these little topics and give examples so I can break it down to you so even if you're not a real estate expert and you're just trying to get into it and get a general understanding I'll break it down so yeah with that being said let me go ahead and hop straight into it so let's go into number one demand right when it comes to an increase in prices it always comes down to supply and demand right do if the demand is high then chances are the prices are going to be high that's why sometimes if you have um, really good quality steak right there's not as much um, good steak or there's you know not a lot of lobster in the world so with that supply being low and the demand being high because they're amazing products these items typically cost a little bit more right so typically in areas such like the Antelope Valley, you have a limited supply of homes and the demand is high, the prices are going to be high. And another example that I would like to use is typically in times of low interest rates, you're going to see um, an increase in affordability, which will increase um, demand because the purchasing power will be there. And then therefore the purchase prices of the homes may be um, a little bit higher than past times. Right, so just keep in mind if the demand is high, then what's going to happen is that the prices should typically correlate with that. And so, for example, if you look in LA, right, there's a lot of different people that live in LA. They want to go ahead and live there, they want to go ahead and be a part of all the amenities, they want to be by downtown, they want to be by the shopping, right? And all these things create a demand. And if there's not enough housing to go around, then that's exactly what drives the value up. Right, so limited supply, high demand, just like when you have like luxury vehicles, right? You have only a limited supply of them, but everybody wants them, so therefore the price goes up. Okay, now let me talk about number two, which is property market drivers. Okay, property market drivers, um, and what does that mean exactly? Well, these are different. Um, places or developments or new construction that goes on in the area that could definitely affect your 
appreciation in a home, right? The property's value. So a good example would be new shopping malls around the area, new complexes, maybe new neighborhoods, new establishments, any new type of infrastructure, really. Maybe a new freeway, maybe um, a new transportation system. These types of big ticket items will definitely um, or more more than likely go ahead and increase the um, the home values in your local neighborhood. And a great example that I would love to use is San Francisco, right? And all of this ties into demand as well. Let's look at San Francisco, okay? So in San Francisco, we know that the cost of living up there is is wild, right? It's super, super high. I mean, for standard condominiums in the main city, you're looking at one million, right, plus. And so the reason for that is because you really think about it. If you had the opportunity to go to San Francisco, the roads are just full of traffic all the time. And why is that? Because there's complexes everywhere. Homes are literally stacked wall to wall, wall to wall, wall to wall, and wall to wall. There's a lot of different amenities being shopping malls, different restaurants, different businesses. Everything is just so packed together, right? And when you think about that, you're like, okay, um, so the demand must be high there and everyone's living there. This is um, pretty interesting. And then you see the prices go up, right? You see the different um, establishments that contribute to that. And another example that I like to use is L.A. as well, right? L.A. is, is super expensive to live in. And the prices just keep rising, which is, which is um, contributing to a lot of different people wanting to move to the Antelope Valley for more affordable living or different regions, you know, to go ahead and just have a better cost of living. Because L.A. is super expensive. And the reason for that, again, is think about it. There's businesses everywhere. There's small businesses, corporations. Literally, there's infrastructure everywhere, right? There's establishments everywhere. There's shopping malls everywhere. There's complexes everywhere. There's transportation systems everywhere. Right now, it's starting to make sense. And as you see that, or excuse me, as you see those types of cities um, that have all of those items, you're going to see appreciation in there. And I like to think about more rural areas, right? Let's think about the Midwest, like, I don't know, in the middle of Illinois. Illinois is is not as expensive as L.A., but then again, it's a little bit more rural, right? And so just keep that in mind. Now, the last item that I like to talk about is population, right? Population is super important when it comes to looking at if, you know, possible home values are going to increase and of course, this is going to tie into property market drivers and demand again. All of these play off each other. Okay, so let's talk about population. Population is super important because in places where there's a lot of people, that affects the demand, that affects the supply, that affects you know new complexes in the area, that sort of thing. And when you have a high population, typically you'll have higher home prices. And I'm going to just go ahead and use LA again as an example, right? What happens when you drive to LA? You drive to Los Angeles, you're going to see traffic. The 5 is ridiculous. The 101, ridiculous, right? And that's just because there's so many people, right? So why are so many people moving to LA or going to LA? Because of the fact that there's businesses, there's a lot of different shopping areas that they could work at, there's different establishments, there's new infrastructure. I feel like there's construction every single time I go through LA. I feel like it never stops. Right. And then there's transportation system there. There's just so much opportunity in L.A., so much job growth. Right. And therefore brings in the population. 
right? And if, if the population is high there, then we know, okay, some people don't want to commute and they want to live in LA. So what does that leave them with? Okay, that means that they need to buy an apartment there or rent an apartment or whatever the case may be. And since the demand is so high to be there because all the opportunity was there, right? The home values go up. And of course, it's vice versa and the exact opposite in areas that are you know, not as populated or not as developed and that sort of thing, right? Um, a very, very good example in a more local market that I would like to talk about is Roseman, California, right? Um, in my prior podcast, I said Roseman has gone up about 10%. Um, you know, it's even 14% over the past few years. And this is in accordance with the Greater Antelope Valley Association of Realtors, right? And the reason why you see those prices is because think about it. For those that have the opportunity to work at Edwards Air Force Base or, or live around Roseman, you've noticed that it's gotten a little more trafficy over the um, over the years. And what's been happening is Think about it. There was there was the Ashford homes that used to be low two hundred thousands, and now it's mid, and then it's going to be high, and then now the legacy homes are being built, right? And so what happens is is as you see that these new complexes are being built, these new neighborhoods are being built. There's more people coming to this town because of Edwards Air Force Base and its growth. What are you seeing? An increase in home values, and you're like, whoa, where did this come from? Well, now, if you think back to the top three things that I was talking about, as far as the demand being that interest rates are still at historical lows, and there's a lot of flexible loan options for first-time home buyers, that makes the increase that make that makes it so there's an increase in affordability, excuse me, and then there's a higher demand because the purchasing power is now higher. That's one. Number two, you see all of the developments happening in the area, and then three, job growth within Edwards Air Force Base more. People migrating up from LA because the cost of living is is so expensive down there that when they make it to Roseman, it's like whoa! Now there's all these pop there's all this population here that's now all contributing towards home appreciation, right? And so now you you think about it, think about everything that I just talked about being the demand, the property market drivers, and population, and bam, you have appreciation in your home's value. And this same concept is tried and true when it comes to LA, when it comes to San Francisco, when it comes to Georgia, when it comes to Florida, you name it, it's it's all there. Um, if you, you could even see that there's there's tremendous growth happening in Texas because a lot of um, people from California are migrating over to Texas because Texas has all this land, they're starting to build you know, more businesses. I believe Amazon recently um, released one of their headquarters to be in Texas. So you think about that, job growth. Right? You think about population. You think of all those things and you're like, whoa, home values go up. And some other things that you could use to kind of pre-game as far as um, how can I do research to see if population is going to be going up in a certain area? Well, you can actually use simple data to go ahead and figure this out. Um, you can go look at the U.S. Census. and They usually have a lot of different trends as far as um, the population increases and decreases you can always keep up on your day-to-day news whether it's cnn fox you name it as far as the tech companies the business world i mean amazon building a headquarters in texas is is a game changer for that city and now with unemployment um going down and job growth going up and more opportunities going up and more buildings coming in that's gonna that's gonna definitely project the population to increase which will therefore you know, bring in more people to the area, which will then 
call for more businesses to be opened up to sustain that population, more shopping malls to you know sustain that population, more establishments, more new infrastructure, more new um, transportation to help out that population that's coming in from all of that a different all of that um the population growth which then increases the demand which then increases your home's value um a more i guess local market or closer market than texas that i personally have invested in was las vegas las vegas had one of the highest unemployment rates when it came down to the market um the market crash the mortgage meltdown and as you see over the course of of the few years the unemployment rate has been going down in Las Vegas and the job growth has been increasing, which therefore means the population has been going there. And I don't know if lots of you guys have been in Las Vegas, but I've been there quite some time um, or quite a few times this year. And it, there's always there's always construction because they're always building new things, which then raises the question of, okay, new complexes, new shopping malls, new establishments, new casinos, which means more jobs, more jobs for more people and more people equals you know, a higher demand for housing because they need to live there. See, it's crazy how whether you look at San Francisco, you look at L.A., you look at the Antelope Valley, you look at Texas, you look at Las Vegas, these three things being demand, property market drivers, and population are, are, seems, are practically common denominators when it comes to home appreciation. And, of course, I need to disclose that you know, the, the market always fluctuates and we can't always predict it, but you could definitely use the data that's presented and you can see real estate trends with appreciation and what, you know, causes your home's value to increase in certain areas. And when you look at those, when you look at that data, notice that they all have many similarities. So that's really it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. So let me go ahead and recap real quick. So we talked about um, appreciation in homes values, right? The top three things that determines a home's value and how it increases and decreases and that sort of thing. And that was episode two. And the top three things were demand, property market drivers, and population. And practically what happened in demand, um, well, what circles that is the supply of housing, um, the affordability index being that, you know, if there's lower interest rates or, or more programs to where home buyers can go ahead and really have a shot of home ownership, there's more affordability, which increases a higher um demand to purchase because of the fact that they can do that and then for property market drivers i mean new complexes in the area shopping malls establishments new infrastructure transportation you name it like all of these different things contribute to that and we use the examples of la san francisco texas las vegas that sort of thing and then lastly population we talked about how unemployment rate plays a factor the job growth plays a factor you know new businesses plays a factor and how that all sort of um creates this chain ripple effect with the property market drivers and the demand. So you combine those three things, demand, property market drivers, and population. You use public data such as the U.S. Census, Zillow, I don't know. A lot of public data out here. Just go on Google. And you'll see that when you when these three things are working hand in hand, you're going to see appreciation in your home's value. But yeah, with that being said, um, I really hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the value that I brought to you. I'm going to continue to put out a lot of valuable content that will just make you guys just so informed on real estate. So whether you want to purchase, buy, or sell, whether it's in a month, six months, or a year down the road, or honestly never, at least you have that information because to be honest, they didn't really teach us this in high school. And I totally understand or they didn't really teach us this in college either. Um, if you guys have any questions, you have ideas, you or topics you want me to cover, feel free to follow me on Facebook at www.facebook.com at Homes by the Guzman. 
Also, follow me on Instagram at homesbydeguzman or email me at homesbydeguzman at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to go ahead and get back to you. Hey, if you're not really an email person, you want to give me a call or a text, go ahead and contact me at 714-655-9910 and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you may have or you know, if you have an idea for the next podcast, let me know. I would love to hear what you guys say. And then lastly, if you're listening to this on podcast on iTunes, please take just 30 seconds to go ahead and hit five stars because when I get those five stars, I can start spreading the word that, hey, you know what? This is a good podcast. Take a listen and as I um, get better ratings, I can then reach out to more um experienced individuals that have a plethora of information to go ahead and bring value to you. So help me help you. Okay. Now with that being said, I hope you guys all have an amazing upcoming weekend, a safe weekend. And if you need anything, please let me know. Awesome. With that being said, until next time, guys.